Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, November 2nd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. <laughs> you guys got happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Hey, JG, we heard that uh, Milton Williams got a game ball uh, from the Detroit game. What did you see from him in that game, and, and what have you seen from him over the course of the first half of his rookie season? Uh, the, the second part to that question first, um, you know, he's improving every day. So he's doing a real good job. Like, you know, a lot of stuff for any rookie is new, you know, and, um, you know, just what we ask him to do and different things in the run game, in the pass game, he's improving those things. And then what happened in the game was is some production came with him increasing his role and getting better and better and better. And, and the ball came his way a couple times and he made the plays, you know, and that's the thing, like what we've talked about with production, like, does the guy consistently do his job? And then when the ball comes to him, does he make the play or not? That's really ultimately what you're looking for. And Milton did that. And uh, it was good to see uh, him have some success and some production, even though he's been producing within our defense. Um, but on the stat sheet show up that he made some plays and some impact plays for us. So that was the reason he got the game ball. Go ahead. Um, why the change at linebacker? Why more TJ? Was that sort of Detroit-centric, or is that something? Uh, a little bit. You know, it's always going to be who's out there playing. As always, we kind of break it up, you know, kind of three things is, all right, you know, who do we – what do our guys do well? What are we trying to defend? And how is the game going? So that was um, – you know, we've made a little bit of a change with, you know, Davion and TJ in there playing. And, um, you know, excited about all those guys in that room, in the linebacker room. But both of those guys, we felt, did a pretty good job and played winning football have um, not just optionality, but also defined roles going forward where guys know what packages they're going to be in. Yeah, very important for us because we, we say to our guys, be a star within your role. Now, with, with saying that, that, that can change, you know, quickly, you know, by injury, by if a guy's not executing the right way or, um, you know, how the game goes, that, that all changes as the game kind of unfolds and you end up playing you know, more of this call than we did out of this call, you know what I mean? Because the game is what it was, you know, it was 17 nothing at half, and then we scored again there. So it, it, it kind of went a different way than if it would have been a 7-7 game, you know. So um, that our guys are all, you know, versed on, hey, here's what I'm doing this week. Here's the packages I'm in. This is what I need to execute to play winning football. And then with the whole – you know, if this guy goes down, you got to step into this role. And, you know, if this guy's getting a bunch of clock in this package, you might back him up here and in another package. So that always, you know, that's an ever-evolving thing, you know, throughout the week and on game day. Good question. I'm sorry, did you challenge more or did winning more on first and second down allow you to challenge more? Uh, I would, a little bit of both, I think. You know, I, you know going into the game, we, we – figured out in in our mind you know the coaches first and then you know when you game plan like today we're game planning and uh you got to start making decisions you know before the players come in here you know and it's like all right well if we do this you know that puts hard you, you know not everything takes away one thing you know so it's ultimately trying to say hey here's who we have here's what they do well here's what we have to defend that we cannot get beat by and, and then you go down with that, you know, and, and then you have to be able to some counter things that if the game's not going right, you got to change it up. Or if the game is going right, sometimes you can leave it or sometimes you can change it. I do feel like the D-line dominated that game 
in the run and pass game. And, you know, that we got to a lot of second and third down known pass situations. And it's, it's tough for anybody, you know. And our guys, you know, up front, all nine guys that played, you know, played winning football. They executed in the run and pass game. And it made it a tough day for Detroit, obviously, you know. So um, I think a blend of us winning first down kind of fed into second and third down, what you saw a little bit. What are some of the traits that Avante has that make him so well suited for the slot? And what have you seen from him this year? Uh, the, the first thing I look for is slot cornerback quickness, instincts, and strike. And he has those three things. Um, and then you talk about that position you guys heard me talk about to you guys. There, you know, you could argue, I would argue with anybody, he has the most mental stress on him. Um, more than the linebackers, more than the safeties, more than the D-line, more than the corner. So just named everybody, I guess. But he, uh, we, t- saying we put a lot on his plate, and he handles it extremely well. And, and not to say that he doesn't make mistakes or can keep improving, but, you know, he's a very – he's an ultra-competitive player. Um, everything that we ask him to do, and we ask him to do a lot, he can, he can do really well. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a great dude. He's, I mean, he's, he's always, you know, positive. What can I do? Like a lot of our guys, like all of our guys, what, what can I do to help our team win this game? Even if it means, you know, I have tough duty on a couple things, you know, even if that, well, you know, because you've been around players that, well, I, I don't want to play this call because I'm one-on-one with this guy. Well, you got to be one-on-one with this guy because we're doubling somebody else, bro. You know, like tough duty, you know what I mean? Like one thing doesn't take away everything, you know? So, and he's always very willing to take on the hard challenge. And um, he's, he's been a joy to be around. If I could take you back a few years, what did you tell Tom Arth about Brandon Staley? <clears throat> and what's your personal relationship wow. with Brandon? Uh, wow. Whew. Uh, so, Brandon and I uh, go back playing AAU basketball against each other in the Cleveland area since we were eight years old. 10 years old. And then, um, you know, we got into the coaching business together. So we, we uh, developed a relationship because we were competing against each other on a basketball floor. And then uh, developed a relationship. He played quarterback at Dayton and then finished out with his brother, um, transferred. And then we got into the coaching business at the same time. And um, so I knew him, you know, as, you, as you're a young guy cutting your teeth in the business, you know, you develop friendships. And, you know, he would call it, he was at, we were never worked together. But, hey, this is what I got going on. This is what I got going on. Man, I wish we did it like you. Oh, man, but you guys don't do this. You know, all the back and forth that anybody in any job or profession has. And um, so when Tom called me, um, I was in Tennessee at the time and didn't really want that job. I wanted to stay in the NFL. And he says, well, who would you hire? And I said, Brandon Staley. And um, just because I knew, you know, how much, how passionate he was and the type of coach that, you know, just talking to him and knowing him, that the the guy that he is, is that he would do an excellent job for Tom. And that's all I told him. And, you know, sometimes all you need is uh, you got to know somebody to show somebody. So I got him in the door with Tom and the rest was history. I didn't I don't take any credit for Tom hiring him because he did that all himself. So. Um, you know, we, uh, we're, we're friends, we're good friends, and we talk, and uh, I've learned a lot of ball from him, and hopefully he's learned some ball from me. 
become very kind of uh, popular this year for, for standing up from the mic and having very, you know, pensive thoughts on things from, yeah. you know, football philosophies to other things. Is that the Brandon Staley you remember competing against, uh, you know, at a young age? I mean, is that... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he uh, he's he's very convicted. What's in his brain, and um, he uh, he'll and he knows how to articulate that, and he stands behind it, and he gets other people to stand behind it. How, how helpful is is Shane this week for you? Awesome. His, his awesome. obviously his history. With yeah, Justin. Shane, big time. You know, we sat down with Shane, most of the defensive coaches with Shane, and talked to you know because obviously he was with them. And, you know, Wash was with um, Joe Lombardi, too, in Detroit, and so was Jim Bob. So we sat down with those guys. And any time, guys, like any, anybody that we play, there is no stone unturned. Like if we can get a little bit of information or try to figure out a little bit of a why, but ultimately, you know, that's what people could say. You, well, that's, you know, let's ask Mike Zimmer what Jonathan's doing. Well, you know, he might have you, – you Mike Zimmer would say, watch the tape. <laughs> you know, so that's that's ultimately, yeah, we 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 pick people's brains and try to gather information. But ultimately, all right, you know, when we started watching them yesterday, all right, let's watch what they're doing, see what they do well, see how we have to defend them, you know, all that stuff. So use all the information you can. But ultimately, it's us. It's on our you know plate to watch the tape and say, hey, this is what gives us the best chance to win. Information does come from that, like especially when you're say, say it, start information over. does come from those conversations that you wouldn't see on tape. You no, know, just like stuff like, hey, this is what, what this what what Herbert does really well, and this is what we were trying to improve with him. This is the looks that he likes. You know, this is how he wants to play. Stuff like that. Just what with any quarterback, you know, what is he comfortable doing, and you know what what we can try to do to make him uncomfortable. You know, that would be the biggest thing for the quarterback. Can you hit us with a, uh, a story about Nick from the, the first eight weeks here that, that kind of encapsulates uh, how you see him as a, you know, as a, a leader and a coach? Um, probably before week three, maybe text me. Uh, you know, and we obviously talk daily, but uh, I think uh, on a Friday night, normally leaves me alone. And uh, Friday night he texted me, and he was like, he, he had a very uh, clear, concise picture of, hey, that's like, that's, that's do this and get it rolling, you know. And uh, very, he's, he's highly competitive. And um, it was good because, like, you know, we're obviously how we talk in the building is one way, and he was talking to me more so, I think, as a friend than, uh, than my boss. And it was, you know, it was, let's go. You know, so uh, that was kind of cool to see, you know, because obviously we're, we're friends, but the first hat that he wears for me is the head coach, not my friend. And uh, so it's always, and I told him, I said, you know, my, my thing is, you know, I'm trying to do the best job that I can, that the coaches can, to have him have success. It's just like the players. You do your job so your buddy can have success doing his. Well, for us, let's do our job so Nick can have success being a head coach. So, that's always, you know, that's servant leadership. That's what we're trying to do. Playing off the, uh, looking at, uh, the, you know, Justin through, uh, through Shane's eyes, how much of what Staley does defensively is based upon his offensive background? Um, and is that, is it that factored anything into how? Yeah, you're... when you watch the tape, you know, obviously Brandon's a, is a defensive guy. Hard. I know he played quarterback in, but he, you know, he, he's a defensive coach. But you can tell it's funny, you know, because, you know, I have a very high opinion of their offensive coaches who they have on that staff, the trees that they're from. 
um, you know, and each guy on that staff is kind of, honestly, if you look at it, you know, there's some guys from the Shanahan tree. There's some guys from the Gruden tree. There's some guys from the Sean Payton tree. Well, you start talking about guys from those trees, and it's like, boy, these teams are hard to defend. And then they put that all together. It's like you see elements of different parts of their offense that's really hard. And I'm sure Brandon has helped Joe with, hey, this is what really attacks a defense. Do it. So that's where I think you start to see show up. You know, a lot of people, you know, it, it might look good or it might seem good or, you know, but it's ultimately what your players can execute. But from a philosophical standpoint and from an X and O standpoint, you see them doing some things that, you know, are, I would say, ahead of the curve with trying to attack defenses with different styles of defense that they play, that people play. So um, it's going to be a big-time challenge because they know what they're doing. In the past years, coaches have, have sat up there and have, have kind of downplayed sacks relative to the public importance and have emphasized more pressures. The counter to that is obviously sacks are negative plays. Pressures don't always lead to a result. What's your stance on that? Do you think sacks is, is kind of the end-all, be-all there, or do you value pressure more? No, I don't. I, uh, I, value, I value both. Um, you saw what a bunch of sacks do, you know, to the game. I also think, like, you saw what a couple pressures do, you know, to a quarterback. You know, it, you know, some guys will stand in there and and take it and get hit and deliver a strike. You know that that happened uh, on the second down. You know, we brought some people and we had a free runner and hit them. You know, and I, I do think that affects quarterbacks a little bit, especially when it's something that might be new for him, or then he starts kind of looking around and you know, are they going to bring that again or are they not? So you're always trying to put. Again, it's you're always trying to pre and post snap affect the quarterback, and you know there's a lot of different ways to go about that. But I put a high importance on hitting the quarterback and sacking the quarterback. So, you know, and there's all kinds of ways to get that done. It's just how how you go about that each week is you know typically changes a little bit by who you're playing and who you have. Same from Marcus, Marcus Epps, and obviously his extra playing time as Anthony's been down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you seen from him? He's, he's playing at a high level. I, you know, I, and I've said all of our safeties from the start, it, it's a good job for the, the people that Howie has in here. It's like for, what I look for in the safety position, he has everything that I look for. Um, I mean, from a, from a mental standpoint, from a physical trait standpoint, you know, the toughness that he brings to the defense, the athleticism, the ball skills, the tackling, uh, the run, the show, you know, as much as Avante, as we put on Avante, we put a lot on those safeties too with the style that we play, you know, and you might think, well, what do you mean the style that you play? Like you play like, you know, you got a couple coverages. Yeah, but there's a lot that goes into those coverages by, by certain things. So um, he, we put a lot on his plate and he handles it. He's, he's another one like Avante, very positive, you know, when it's not going his way or not going our way, it's on to the next play. So he has a very next play mentality that the, that the head coach preaches. And, you know, he'll continue to play for us because he's playing winning football. Thank you. Thank you, guys. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.